right. Hi, kids. Welcome to the show. End of the week. It's kind of a long one. It was a cold one, then it was a warm one. It was, it was a short one. one. Yeah, we had we MLK all Day off. off. Monday, yeah. Maybe that's what it was. But it seems like it did fly by, and now that little taste of 40s is gone again. And we're back to really, really cold stuff. I feel it. But you know what will keep you warm? The heating radio. pad. The radio. The radio. Tom O'Keefe's going to pop in. We got movie stuff to get to. A film called ISS. And Max, did you say you saw that already? That is what I said, yes. Thank and you for listening. Didn't love it very much. I'm sorry, what? And you didn't love it very much? Oh, it was. It's, it's awful. Fantastic. And it's in theaters today, so don't waste your money. All right. Fingers crossed that he feels the same. Uh, also, we got a schmooze. We'll talk about getting married for $14. Yeah. And uh, what else you want to know? Oh, TMZ's Harvey Levin comes back, and they've got a brand new show called TMZ Investigates, or a new season of it on Fox, and it drops on Monday. So that'll be interesting. Did and, you already uh, talk to him, or will we just do that live? No, I did that this morning. Oh. I wanted to do it at like 8 o'clock, and I didn't want to bother you. Oh, okay. Well, But he I says mean, hello. Oh, sure. He uh-huh. does say hello. We are good friends. But, you know, I was really curious about this with the topic of the first show being celebrity stalkers. I kind of insinuated, well, aren't, isn't the paparazzi in a way a bit of a celebrity stalker? And I thought the way he handled it was uh, impressive. Oh, good. I'm excited to hear. I mean, I guess... What is the difference? I mean, you're they're trying to get pictures and sneak up on people and do the I think gotcha he was moments. Talking about murderous people, people who people want to break into Keanu them. Reeves' house with zip ties or whatever. I mean, okay. there's people that you go to court because they. It's not just because they're leaving, you know, a, it, a it's, restaurant it's, with yeah, some their significant other, right? Okay, got it. And also, there's the obsessive fan, and there's tons of those for say Taylor Swift, but. What's the difference between an obsessive fan and a celebrity stalker? He also defines that for us in a very eloquent manner. Okay. Is he still on the people's court? Uh, You know, I don't know. I don't watch it. Okay. Well, I can Google it. You know, he was the guy that was outside. He was like a a modern-day Doug Llewellyn. Doug Llewellyn. Oh, moment of silence. I'm sure you have a an interview with Doug Llewellyn somewhere. Uh, I don't know. Maybe even Wapner, if you want to go old school. I have no idea, honestly. We're going to bribe you with stuff. Max got stuff from uh, Hollywood that will be passing along to you. Uh, passes to a movie. And we got to know the show as well. Jules, you got some good questions lined oh, up? Oh, you better believe it. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And remember, folks, it's always C. It'll be a call-in contest, so be listening for that. I'll give you a hint. It is in the 1 o'clock hour. <sighs> so there you go. That's what's, uh, that's what's going on. And happy anything... anniversary, John. Yeah, Carter. happy anniversary. Thank you. It's tomorrow, but, but that's very sweet. We won't be together tomorrow. And uh, Wally killed it. Wally killed it. 
had the flowers on my wife's desk at work before she got there. I'm a hero. Thank you. Wow, that's that's uh that's amazing service. What time does she get there in the morning? Eight o'clock. Woo. Eight o'clock in the morning, and she's in a weird part of the building too, which I'm sure took the delivery driver quite a while to find. But they did, and she's pleased. So she's happy, I'm happy, we're all happy. Thank you for the well wishes, guys. Uh seventeen years. I never thought What's the official gift for that? For for seventeen, yeah, I gotta look uh, that up. For fifteen, it's it's crystal, and I know that because I just celebrated fifteen years. So I know fifteen is crystal. Seventeen, I don't know. It's a nap. No, I don't think it is. Well, I'm gonna make it a nap. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's like modern versions of it. You could renew your vows at the uh, at the cute little wedding chapel. Yeah, I I would if I had fourteen dollars. It's furniture. Oh, wow. It's furniture. Okay. Okay. Shay's Lounge or a Lazy Susan. Take her to the Abbey. Lazy Susan. Uh, I could do. There's a lot of options. There is. A lot of Uh options. All right, fill me in, kids. What's going on? What have you been doing? Go first, Max. Oh, Lord. Uh, Nothing fun and frivolous to report. Yesterday, just a lot of stuff around the house. You know, uh, boring stuff. Took out trash in the snow. Uh, so that's fun. Um, yeah, not not a whole, you know, got oil changed. I mean, nothing nothing huge or fun to report. So Talk me into that trick of taking out the trash because apparently they can't wrap their brain around it. Well, it's not a trick. It's just it's what the kids call adulting. It's just if I don't take out the trash, nobody takes out the trash, and then the house is full of trash. So yeah. it's just a thing that has to get done. So there There's this meme of this woman that went around for a while and I would send it to my kids on a regular basis that said, no one's coming. Like when they would, when they moved away, like no one's coming to pick up the laundry off the floor. No one's coming to take the trash out. No one's coming to put food in your refrigerator. You have to do it. No one is coming. You have to do it. No one's coming to do it. And Jules, Uh, you're always busy. Not a lot to report. Yesterday, I will admit, I did get some Botox, and then I um, had an argument argument with my mother. That was really fun. It wasn't an argument. It was a discussion. Um, No, I I would say it was an argument. And then what else happened? Um, Other than that, I watched TV. My husband came home from being out of town, so that was good. And other than that... I really can't say that I did anything else, but I am looking forward to doing a few things this weekend. Like? Like doing a little shopping. I know, you're shocked. What? I know, I know, you're shocked. I thought you only did that during the show. No, I usually only do that in the middle of the night, but this weekend I've got a few things to do. I've got some some planning to do. I've got to get something on my schedule to to look forward to getting out of this cold weather, so I'm going to... Try to plan a little something, whether there it's going go. down to Cardinal Spring Training, which that's really on my mind to do this year. I would love, and doesn't that sound good right about now? When is the last time you did that? You know, it was during COVID. We were in the area at the very end of COVID, and so we drove over from uh, the Miami area to see the Cardinals play just for like one day. It was like an hour and 40 minutes or something each way. And it was so worth doing, especially at that time, you know, and, and just being in that 
in that stadium, the Roger Dean Stadium, down in Jupiter, Florida. Nothing like it. It just felt like home, so it was great to do that. Speaking of warm weather and speaking of the Cardinals, I believe as we speak, they're right in the middle of the Cardinal cruise because I have a couple friends on board. Really? Yeah. Have you ever done that? No, but my mom has, and and she invited me to go with her. This is obviously after my dad passed away. They took my mom, and she brought a friend, and I my kids were all babies, so I couldn't really leave for a week. But yeah. it's a great time, from what I hear. Yeah, I would love to do that. That'd be great fun. But yeah, I know like three people that are on that cruise right now. No one, I couldn't be anybody's plus one. Sadly, is it Fred Bird? No. Oh, because no, he always makes the trip. We're just casual acquaintances. Okay. Um, so I've got the, the least amount to report as far as activities in the last day. But you mentioned TV, and I started um, yet another documentary. And I see so many of them. Now I'm extremely critical. If there's reenactment, if the announcer is like, and then they went to the house, and it was dark. I'm I'm out of here. I'm out of here. But I stumbled on one on Netflix that is killing it. I had never heard of it. Now I read about it everywhere. It's the most sought-after show on Netflix's lineup, and it's called American Nightmare. Are you familiar with this one? Nope. Do you remember the movie Gone Girl? Yes. It's a real-life Gone Girl story. Oh. And I'm not done with it, but it's uh, it's pretty good, and it's pretty insane. I think you'd like it. Okay, good. Um, Just saying, I'll keep you posted. On the Michael's Bath text line, 84126, Matt Carpenter is a cardinal again, and really excited to get their salsa back out. You know, I'm, I hope Schnooks has some left. Um, Carpenter's back, and we know it's the facial hair policy that brought him back. He's a good guy. Like, I'm glad to have him back on the team. But three different people texting that in in just the last few seconds on the Michaels Bath text line. I'm so glad to hear that he's a good guy because he looks like he would be. And and sometimes when you meet some of your your idols, they're not. It's eh, That's kind of sad. All right, we got to take a break. Uh, Johnny Londoff, Chevrolet selling cars. And surprisingly, this weather not slowing anybody down in their purchases and their trade-ins and their service department uh, in no small part because the manufacturers are still throwing some pretty big rebates and low-interest payments on these cars that it's almost impossible to not buy a car from a financial standpoint, and you want to see what's out there, obviously you can go to Londoff Chevrolet, 270 Washington Elizabeth, or don't forget the car show. Car show still happening down at America Center, and you can see new Chevys, things that maybe aren't on the lot yet, but they're coming. So you see one, you like it, you tell Johnny, I want one of those, and when it comes in, it's yours. It's that simple. The Autoplex has previously enjoyed vehicles, so everywhere you look, you can get a ride. Find them online, Londoff.com. Carney Show, welcome back to The Mix, January 
18th, I believe, if memory serves. Also, the anniversary of an interesting political moment, and we'll uh, revisit that in a while. Coming up in a few, Alan Katz, and you'll find him on the altar at the cute little wedding chapel in Long Beach, California. And he's uh, performing ceremonies starting at $14. I want to go to Long Beach, California, like right now. Right now would be good. Don't we all want to go to Long Beach, California right now? It is so cold. Okay, so we're in the middle of wedding planning mode in my family. Well, call Alan. 14 bucks. I'm telling you. I mean, I, I think... My brother might give her another fourteen bucks just to call Alan and talk to him about it. Um, but we, I think we spent fourteen bucks on on a few of the monogram napkins, and there, that would have been it. Did you have a big, huge wedding for your second time around? We had two hundred. Oh, maybe? that's a big wedding. Mm-hmm. I feel Was like it? that's a really big wedding. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, we. I mean, huh. we kind of ours was about the same. I feel like it was the same night as some other functions in St. Louis, and I got married four days before Christmas. Bad idea, but I was a child. I was 23. I had no idea that it was, you know, an inconvenient time for people to go to a wedding. But you know as, what? It's not about other people's time when it's your marriage. Well, I know, but it also gets lumped in with Christmas like kind of like you know people that had their birthday right yeah, on Christmas Eve yesterday and we right. kind of talked about that yesterday well anyway we're in wedding mode our wedding is not a year until, until a year from this January and it's going to be in Mexico but still all the bells and whistles all the stuff and my niece Natalie and her mom are obviously doing all the heavy lifting but I I'm worried about what I'm going to wear to the wedding so I'm constantly already oh yeah I'm already <laughs> telling her she's like I'm sending her all these pictures of dresses, and she's like, for me? And I'm like, no, for me. I'm like, she's like, I don't even know what I'm wearing to my own wedding yet. Uh, So then I found what I thought was the winner, like the dress that I thought, you know what? This is her wedding. I'm going to splurge. I'm getting this dress. It's awesome. And I sent it to her. I'm like, I found it. This is so pretty. And it's got these flowers on it. And she just writes back, no. So, no, that's not going to work. So, now back to the drawing board. See, you know, better to beg forgiveness. I think you go with what you want to go, but don't run it by her. No, but I don't want her to be bummed out for the picture. You know how it is. Yeah, you you don't want to ruin somebody's wedding. No, I want her to be very happy, and then i got to find something for my mom, which will be a whole other deal to find all of that. But I don't think you have the ability to pick out an outfit that's going to ruin a wedding. I mean, if it's white. Well, I already sent her a white dress. Apparently, that's a no. We had that conversation on the radio, but it had, like, right. little studs on it. And then I sent her a, a black dress with white sleeves that I loved. Going and she was like, you can't wear a black dress. I'm like, well, then, then I can't wear the floral dress, so what in the heck am I supposed to wear? Swimsuit. Oh, my God. That's the only thing that could be worse. 84126, <laughs> if you've been through this with somebody important in your life, whether it's a niece or a daughter or whatever it might be, I'd love to know where you got your dress. Well, there you go. Yeah, there was a story. I don't know if uh, we talked about it. I did print it out about the woman who went to her son's and she wore a wedding dress 
Yeah, that was weird. I wouldn't. The mother. Mm. Although yeah. I do love the top half of my wedding dress. Just like if I could get that cut off because it's really pretty and then put like a more modern twist to it. But then it's white again. So that's not going to work. Oh, well. well. You could you could dye it. Yeah, that seems like no. that would be more trouble than what it's worth. No, can On the it? text line no. from the 618 mother-daughter dresses for you and your mom. Sure. Yeah, that would be a blast. I'm sure my husband would really like that if my mom and I had matching dresses on at the wedding. Wouldn't uh, that be weird? I think, and, and Crusher, too. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Wearing one as well just to round it out. Yeah. And at least having a destination wedding like that in Cabo, it's going to cut down on any potential crashers. You never know. It's, like, it's in a public you place. Want to yeah, but if you want to crash the wedding, it's going to cost you several extra grand just to get there. Well, that's that's true. Um, somebody else said from the 618, Julie, this sounds like you need a trip to New York. I agree. <laughs> I, uh, or my one son lives in Dallas. That's another great place to shop for that kind of stuff. So I might have to head out of town. Carney, you don't mind if I do that, do you? Nah, no. We're really supportive. And can I borrow your credit card? Well, I, not if you want something nice. Okay. A little exercise in futility. Okay. But sure, have at it. Uh-huh. Okay. Have at it. I am not in danger there. Uh, apparently, other people finding what I found, uh, this uh, American Nightmare on Netflix, just people just raving about it. Wendy was talking about it, too, and she loved it. So, one to check out for sure. Because I am getting document true crime documentary fatigue, which I finally, bet is a, it's a real thing. I mean, finally, you've been on this run for a couple of years. Yeah. This is not I a flash in the it. pan kind of deal. And it keeps being fueled by the shock that I have that they never run out of these stories. It's like, surely they're going to have to revisit. So, nope. Still throwing new stuff at you. You're not going to believe this. This is insane. I, I guess I'm, I'm how many shows. Once again, show. the, the odd man out here because, like, my, my stepmother loves true crime. She always is reading a true crime book and will go down rabbit holes of all this stuff and all that investigative discovery and ID and I killed my husband and all that stuff. Right. And I, I, don't, I don't know what it is. I don't, uh, I don't care for any of it. And I don't, I don't, I don't know what I'm missing. I think, and I've given this a lot of thought over the years, and initially before the true crime thing became a genre, I was always interested in people's infatuation with serial killers and murders. Ed Gein, Holmes, Manson, all these guys. Lots of books about them, lots of movies about them, lots of destination tours about them. I think we're intrigued by the fact that another human who kind of looks like me has two legs, two arms and eyes and hair, well, some hair, um, is capable of doing what they did. It seems I, unimaginable and unfathomable, but yeah, I mean, no, it I, 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 I totally get that, like the first time. Like wow, Jack the Ripper, that's crazy. And then, then uh, that I I made my peace with it. I, so I don't like the idea of key, of continuing to watch 
the murders. I don't know. I just again, I'm I could missing. not do the Jeffrey Dahmer, the recent one, that recent series. I started it, and I was like, this is just too heavy, too dark, too gross, too depressing. It's just, nah. I you should see my first wedding video. Oh, he's on the there board. You go. Speaking Market. speaking of weddings, uh, lots of texts on the wedding dress topic. Um, well, Julie, sounds like you uh, could have the top uh, of your wedding dress used as the inspiration and yeah. have it made. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, let's see what else. This is a lot. the The text line moves a lot. Um, is there any way that she can go with you to pick out a dress? Maybe yes, I think that would be a good idea. And then somebody else said, "You will look terrific in whatever you choose to Aww. wear." That's very nice. Thank you. I don't. We'll, That's Crusher. We'll, we'll see. Crusher. Yeah, I love Crusher. Somebody else said, "I wore a navy blue gown at my daughter's wedding with a tad of sparkle in it, and everyone loved it. I found it online." Okay, well, where'd you get it? Don't remember where I got that, it, though. Uh, Darn. Is that, is that a band name? What, A Touch of Sparkle? A Tad of Sparkle? A Tad of Sparkle. I don't know. Is it? You tell me. I like it. Tad of Sparkle. Or an ice show. Right, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think it's great form to wear something that everyone's going to compliment you on because it's not your day. Oh, I'm very aware it's not my day. So burlap sack is what I'm. Hearing. I'll be 52 and you know just there for the party. But I, but I still. Well, so then why does it matter if I wear black or if I wear white or if I wear florals? Then because you're right, it's so is not my day, and she's going to be the most beautiful bride. No one cares except for. But you don't want to upstage the bride. Oh, I couldn't. There's, exactly. It's not possible to upstage this uh, bride. Upstage mm, this bride. Uh, you're Julie Buck. No, 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 no. Mm, this Julie girl, she is just gorgeous inside and out. There are so many uh, landmines you got to avoid when you're planning a wedding and a reception. I remember spending countless hours designing a menu because we were doing past heavy apps and neither Susan nor I got to taste anything. We didn't either. I We didn't even get to taste our wedding cake. We cut it for the picture and pretended yeah. for the photo, yeah. but then we never did. And yeah, we thought, I, well, I, think I had one bite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You just get so caught up. So busy. Because it's like, this is your life. To see everybody and talk to everybody. Yes. It's, it's crazy. Oh my gosh. Well, what if you could have done it for $14 looking back? Around then the room. St- then would you, you start- have done it? What? Got married? For $14 instead of spending whatever it is you spent on a wedding. Yeah. I And my dad kept saying <laughs> to me, I was his fifth daughter to get married. Every night. And, and, was, and he was like watching. Yes. He was watching a football game. And my mom finally said, we have to be there now in 10 minutes. He's like, I'll be right there. I mean, it was just a minute. And it was almost, it's the fourth quarter. And I can remember him saying to me multiple times, go ahead, get married, take the money and run, and you'll be so glad you did years later. Well, it was a lovely evening, but he probably was right. So this $14 no, thing. You have great memories, though. You wouldn't have really taken the money and run. You had great memories, right? I have. I do have some great memories, but I didn't even get the toasted ravioli. Oh, I, you know, I don't know. Crime. I don't know. It's a crime. The other the other pitfall I tell people to not fret is when you're you've got a map and you're laying out seating arrangements. 
aunt so-and-so doesn't like this side of the family. I can't there sit them go. there. Uh-huh. I can't do this. I got to move them over. They want to sit with these people. And again, it, it all goes back to the same answer. It's your day. Let them deal. If they don't want to sit at that table, they can take the chair and move it to another table. <laughs> well, this says if I wear a black dress, it says I don't approve of your union. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, and a white dress wore... is you don't respect the bride. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Texter. Okay, well, those are off the list. I, I Back to the drawing board. I am confused, though. In the Michael's Bath text line, 84126, somebody is chiming in on this. I'm confused as to why floral was shot down because it's a destination wedding. Floral seems like it makes sense. That's what I'm thinking. So, so maybe push back on that a little bit. I feel like maybe floral is the way to go. Uh, she said no. But why? Just flat out no. So Just say you didn't get the text. <laughs> Just show up in the dress anyway. <laughs> I didn't see that one. We're going to talk sorry. to Alan Katz, who is the presiding officiant at Cute Little Wedding Chapel in Long Beach, California, where you can actually get married for just 14 bucks for Valentine's Day. And I would think a couple that is frugal that way wouldn't mind what anybody else is wearing. So let's be sure to ask him what he's seen in the wardrobe department with the other people that came along, or even the bride and groom. Coming up tomorrow, Straight Talk on Retirement. It's Jeff and Aaron Lapidus, and things are changing as we just rolled into a new tax year. Hopefully, you had made the changes you need to made, make before it turned to January. But if not, there's still time to move things around if you need to or stay put and know that your money's making the most money possible. Money. 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 It is uh, two hours. It's a call-in show. It's a text-in show. And it's financial advice that will protect your cash. So join us for Straight Talk on Retirement Saturday mornings on the Big Pie 50 KTRS. Twelve forty-three, and heading out to the coast, heading out to Vegas, and people getting a quick wedding there by an Elvis impersonator. Uh, my dad did that. The last uh, wedding that to he the did? wife after my mom. They went to Vegas, and got married. I don't think it was an Elvis impersonator, but they just went. Whoosh, they were there, and they did it, and that was that. But. It was more than $14. So this really caught our attention. It is the cute little wedding chapel, and it's in Long Beach. And the presiding officiant, owner, Big Cheese, head honcho, (laughs) Alan Katz, joins us on the broadcast. How are you, Alan? I'm fantastic. How are you doing? Good. I saw We're cold here in Missouri, but... I'm sure you're warm out there. It's beautiful day out here. Slightly cloudy, wind blowing through the palm trees. It's awesome. I saw in your resume that you have been named the best efficient in LA. Um, yes. And that's I mean that's pretty impressive and because actually the, actually the US. I am an ordained minister. So 
you anybody could get a license, but to be the top dog, I mean, that's impressive. How long you have know you been what, at worked, this? I've been doing this 20 years. Um, I never imagined that if you would have asked me 20 years ago, would I be the top dog in the wedding industry? I would have told you you were crazy. But 20 years ago, a friend had me do a ceremony, and everybody came up to me and goes, oh, my God, this is what you should be doing for a living. So I quit my job. I put my full force into it, and I became the GOAT. Wow, the GOAT, the greatest of all time when it comes to wedding officiants. Wedding officiating. So you're not officially related or affiliated with any particular religion. You'll just, you don't get into that side of things. You're just more about having the ceremony. Yeah, you know, I look at my job as this way. I'm a, I'm a performer. Uh, people come to me and say, I want a wedding that has this element in it. So I write the script based on what they want. It can be religious. It can be non-religious. I can buy Elvis, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I can do Star Wars <laughs> weddings, whatever they want. How would that sound? Performer. Wait, wait, wait. We got a big Star Wars fan here on the show. <laughs> oh, God, it's, it's great. I, I wear the full Jedi outfit or I've worn the Darth Vader outfit. I can do dark side or... Or light side. <laughs> I, love I can't it. imagine in 20 years what's the strangest request. I think one of my favorites is she was she loved Star Wars. He loved Elvis. So I became Elvis Kenobi. Yeah. Wow. Like a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, she was your hunk of hunk of burning love. Let's go. Oh, my. So do you only <laughs> perform at your place in Long Beach or will you travel if people want to oh, hire? I've traveled all over the world. I've traveled all over the world doing weddings because people want something different. You know, these days, people are tired of that old boring minister, do, do you take her to be your wife? And, and the Lord, blah, 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 blah. You know, that's for some people. Okay? An auctioneer. But a lot of people these days don't want the same old boring wedding. They want something that tells their story. Covenant schmovenant. tells it. What's yeah, that? I said covenant schmovenant. I mean, some people... <laughs> Think of it as a covenant with God, but you know, there's Shmovenant? there's always. I'm just. Shmovenant. I don't know. I'm just saying. No, no, well, actually, that's why I have the company to do because it's not just me. I have 37 officiants. Who do work you under really? Me. Oh my gosh! Priests, rabbis, ministers, um, all sorts of languages. So any type of wedding that can be done in Southern California, or pretty much anywhere in the world, we can do it. We can we can bring it and make it happen. While we were, That's why uh, I decided to offer this fourteen dollars special on Valentine's Day. It's our way of giving back. You see, Valentine's Day, everybody always jacks up the prices on everything. Things are three times expensive. It's Theaters true. are crowded, and you know what I'm saying. You know what? I've been really successful, so why not give back on the one day that is all about love, Valentine's Day? And that's why I've been offering this fourteen dollars special. All about love. Are you full hey, for fourteen dollars a wedding? We still have a couple of spaces open. And uh, but I'm sure those will, those will go fairly quick. But basically, right now we're every half hour from 9 a.m. till 6 p.m. And we're just plugging in a few more in there. So before you were on, we were talking about a dilemma that Miss Julie finds herself in as her niece is getting married and trying to pick the outfit and getting advice of you can't wear white. That's a no-no to someone else's wedding. You can't wear black. That means you don't approve. Um, she's having a hard time. So I would imagine with people that are serious and are going to lay out good cash, like 14 bucks, what kind of <laughs> outfits have you seen at the chapel? 
I've seen pretty much everything. I've had people come in their pajamas. I've had them come in couture gowns and everything in between. Um, I just married just right before the phone. That's why I was a minute late calling. I just finished marrying two gentlemen and they were both dressed in suits. So they were more on the dressier side, but still a casual thing just to swing in and, and get the, get the job done. Any celebrities over the years? Um, yes, I've married many celebrities. Um, unfortunately, a lot of them I have to sign NDAs. So I oh, they're not listening. The most famous, but the most famous couple that we did marry with recently, um, we uh, Britney Spears chose great officiants to do her wedding. Really? So the one that yeah. just the, with Sam? Yes. Oh, uh, how did she seem to you? I just need to know for a she, friend. She, she's a wonderful lady, and Sam was a wonderful gentleman. Oh. And they're both they're both really nice to us, and, and and a pleasure to work with. So, what does the average wedding clock in at? So, at our chapel, if you come in during the week on a normal day, it would be four twenty-five for just a couple and up to four guests. If they have up to thirty guests, then it would be six twenty-five. What and about for the time marriage wise? license, the ceremony, and the certificate? So what they, about time-wise? How long would yeah. it take to get in and out? I'm going to hurry. In, uh, in and out in 30 minutes or less. We're better than Domino's Pizza. <laughs> you really are. This is such a fascinating profession. It's just mm-hmm. so funny to me that what I have to ask, what did you do before you decided to do this full-time? Um, I was a male exotic dancer. Oh, no, me just, too. Just, just kidding. Oh, no, just kidding. okay. I, I mean, who knows? <laughs> I was going along with it. I like, thought, oh, okay, yeah. you do you, boo. Let's go. <laughs> uh, I was in sales and marketing, and um, I'm a performer. So I've always been a performer since I was a little kid. I made my TV debut at the age of 16 on the Gong Show. What'd you and, do on uh, the Gong yeah. Show? Do you really want to know? Yes. Yeah. I did a burping act on the Gong Show when I was 16 years old, and I got gonged. Every time I got, I was on seven times. I was one of their favorites, and got gonged every time. Did, did the woman, uh, what was her name with the blue lipstick? Uh, did she gong you? Guess what? Uh, no, but first the first time it was Dionne Warwick, Ruth Buzzy, and Rip Taylor. <laughs> uh, so you know some of my favorites, actually. Uh, you know what? Um, if, if you go on YouTube right now, uh, Alan Katz burping on the Gong Show is right here. And uh, yeah, so it's it's online. Kid, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Let's not air that. Though. No, hang on. <laughs> oh, it's the alphabet. Fantastic. And there's the gong. <laughs> nice job, Alan. Thank wow. you, thank you. I, you know, I knew I had acumen for the stage uh, <laughs> after that show, and I tried to make a living at doing that. But there's not much call for that talent in this world. Well, we've been a little silly today with this interview, but I. I want to know what is the most meaningful or the most sentimental wedding that you've ever been asked to perform? For me, I think it's the ones that take place in the hospital oh. where the person is terminal and and we're all gathered around and they're, you know, they are of sound mind before I do this. And, you know, we, we do this. And one time when we did it after the wedding, they cleared everybody out of the room and they gave him his final lethal dose, and and he passed. Um, those those to me are the are the ones that mean to most to me in the heart. Um, that's why I've dedicated my career, my life to helping people who are who are sick and in need. Uh, I work with this organization called Wish Upon a Wedding, 
where they give away free weddings to people who are, you know, dealing with health consequences. And so I've been, I've done, you know, probably a dozen of those weddings where everybody just gets together and chips in and takes care of a couple who needs. That's going to make you feel good. Yeah. CuteLittleWeddingChapel.com for more information. And Alan Katz with us, the man behind it all, joining us on the program. Have you kept a count? How many have you done? Looks like around 7,000. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Are you you married? I am. Actually, I met my wife at a wedding. Um, She was the bride. And she came in to me for counseling, and we ended up hooking up. No, that's not the story. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was like, wow. You keep taking what? us down these roads and then yeah, pulling the rug out from under yeah. us. You're so gullible. I'll get these hooks I know. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm, the, I'm, I'm a big prankster. No, actually, um, I wasn't supposed to do this wedding. Their minister canceled the day before the wedding. She wasn't supposed to be at the wedding. Uh, her best friend's boyfriend just broke up with her, so her girlfriend took her. I came and did the wedding. Our eyes met. We took a selfie together. We've never been apart. That's beautiful. And she works with me side by side every day. She's in the other office right now answering the phones while I'm doing this. So uh, also, the cool thing The cool thing is I got her really good. I don't know if you saw in the bio, but I uh, there's a new TV show out right now called The Prank Panel. And with Johnny Knoxville, and I prank her on prank panel we're episode one on hulu and we set up a fake wedding for her where she ends up at the end of the wedding realizing that she just married a brother and sister oh my gosh that's funny. hilarity ensues things catch fire you know, cakes explode did she lose uh, her cool in handcuffs <laughs> <laughs> did she lose her cool she lost her sh- shiznit yes thank you okay and we, we, she we, dropped we her banjo fa- their favorite prank on the whole show and uh, and and we love the show, and we love the people involved. Often, the person that uh, conducts a ceremony, whether it's a priest or it's a minister, usually they also will attend the uh, reception if it's immediately following the wedding. So, have you gone along to some of these parties and name a favor to? Uh, you know, I really don't because if I did, a I'd be three hundred pounds, but. Also, I go from wedding to wedding, so usually when I finish one wedding, I'm on my way to the next. So it's like I usually after the ceremony's over, I wait for all the people to come up to me and go, oh, my God, that was the most amazing wedding ever, and I have to endure that for a while. And then I eat an appetizer, and then I leave for the next wedding. So we can follow you on on Instagram or Facebook, Twitter, threads, all that stuff. Yeah, everything is all the same. Everything is at Great Officiants. G-R-E-A-T-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-N-T-S. Alan Katz, and he delivers. So how about that? You got That's 14 it. bucks and you're in love? This might just be the spot <laughs> for you. It sounded weird, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Hey, Alan, thanks so much for the time. Thanks so much for being, letting me on the show, and uh, have an awesome day. Okay, you too. Take care. Out to Long Beach, but you don't even have to go out there. He'll deliver. He will come probably to not, you. Probably not 14 bucks if you want him to fly out to the Midwest and conduct it. But, but wouldn't you rather like, go west right now with these frozen temperatures? I mean, why not? Yeah, I know I would. Yeah. I know I would. Um, all right, we got to get to news in just a little bit. I, I really enjoyed our conversation with Dr. Walsh. Are you going to run that again? 
uh, a girl talk? I think we will. It won't be this weekend at 5 o'clock on the Big 550, but the following weekend, I think we will incorporate that portion of the show into girl talk because she had so much unbelievably um, informative information about losing weight, weight loss medications, um, diet, exercise, and a big component of what Dr. Allison Walsh does is hormone balancing. And it's, I had a whole conversation with my mom, her friend Kathleen, and my friend Jennifer, all of different um, age groups, and talking about how when they went through the change in life and how doctors said, do this, don't do that. Well, Dr. Walsh is on top of this. Like She really studies this space. Hormone balancing needs to be, um, of course, supervised by a doctor, and you want only the best. So go to Dr. Allison Walsh. She can address things like night sweats, um, whether you're having trouble sleeping at night. Maybe you just don't feel like you. You've got a lot of joint pain. I mean, some weird stuff happens, but the good news is there are answers for you. And St. Louis Women's Lifestyle Solutions, Dr. Allison Walsh, she is St. Louis Women's Lifestyle Solutions. She can help you with the weight loss, with postpartum baby weight, whatever it might be. And no, that's not a band name. Uh, so feel free to go to the website, stlwomenslifestylesolutions.com, or call Dr. Allison Walsh. I have, and I could not be happier with the results. We've been working together for a couple of years, and I'm telling you, it's been life-changing. It's 314-919-9998. That's 314-919-9998. listening to their radios think there's a bee in the car. Hey, Carney Show, hour two. On we go. We got a lot going on. Harvey Levin from TMZ is going to join us next hour talking about TMZ Investigates. New series dropping on Monday on Fox. First one's on Celebrity Stalkers. And Royal Oaks is going to join us too. Apparently Hunter is going to make an appearance in court for a deposition. So... More on that stuff later. Tom O'Keefe later this hour. But first, have you been listening? We are going to play a game called Know the Show. Know the Show. And all know of the, the answers are multiple choice. So I'll give you the options so you will know something about the show. If not, you can just take a stab at it. And there's a really good chance you might actually win. And Max, let's give the number and then yes. also tell them what they could win. 314-931-5877. It's not a text uh, contest. It is a phone number contest. Phone contest. 314-931-5877. Call now and get on hold, and you'll have a chance to win a gift card to Sugar Fire Smokehouse. What? Mm. We were just there. Burnt ends for everyone. Yeah. If you want to play Know the Show at 314-931-5877. Seven seven, and if you got uh, teen boys, you got to order more than two pounds. We learned that this week. Way. Yeah, we sure did. Found out the hard way, and of course, the answer is always C. So you're going to win. Not necessarily. Three one four nine three one five eight seven seven two, jump in. I mentioned straight talk on retirement, and that show's coming up this weekend. 
It doesn't stop there. We got great stuff all weekend long. We got Girl Talk. We have Max on Movies. Uh, and we also have Stuart Rosenblum from Stewart's American Mortgage Corp. Yes, Stewie. Still got it. Mm. Who pops in with that on Sundays, giving you really good advice there as well. And he comes up with these programs that nobody else has done. And even though he comes into the show and explains it to me and Julie, she gets it. I'm just as confused as when he walked in as to what he's doing. I just know the end result. I guess that you save money. So, money. okay, I'm all in. All in. 314-324-4440 to call him. 324-4440. Or check it out online. StuartsAMC.com. Check out the different programs he's got. Testimonials. And more. That's Stuart Rosenblum at StuartsAMC.com. All right, let's play Know the Show, 314-931-5877. We've got Sugar Fire gift cards, yummy, yummy, to give away and keep you warm. And let's go to line three. Hello, line three. You're on the air. Hi. 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 Are you inside the vehicle or hanging onto the roof? No, I'm inside the vehicle. I'm driving. Oh, good. Okay. See a lot of wind. I didn't know if you oh, were actually in the car. Okay. It's all right. Be careful. The roads are slick. What's your name? I'm Katie. Hi, Katie. Have you been listening to the program this week? Yes, I have. Oh, you have? That makes me happy. So we want me to give too. you a Sugar Fire gift card. So I'll ask you something really easy. Who, oh, please do. Easy. Who had a birthday on yesterday's Carney show? Was it A, Max, B, Marshall Brain, or C, Captain Paul? Oh, shoot. I know John Carney had an anniversary, and it's tomorrow. Yep. But uh, the birthday. Oh, the birthday, the birthday. Um, oh, I'm going to say, I don't think it was. Well, I'm going to give you the options again. Max, Marshall Brain, or Captain Paul? Captain Paul. Oh, Katie, yes! I'm so sorry. No, it was wrong. Captain Paul was his birthday yesterday. No, it was Marshall Brain's birthday. No, it was Captain no. Paul's. Was it, it? was Captain yes. Paul. You played Thanks it's your birthday, Paul. Oh, that's right. I did. I played Happy Birthday, Paul. Katie, you're exactly right. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you won. I almost won. hung up on Katie. In your own words, Max. Thanks for listening. Yeah, mm-hmm. I completely. I for some reason Marshall Brand's birthday, but you're right. I played Happy Birthday, Paul. That was fun. Well, I'm glad I'm Katie contagious. won. Let's go to line two. Hello, line two. Line two. Is that you? Yeah, I'm here. Hello. Are you a Muppet? Who is this? I try to be. Hello. All right, let's go to line one. Hello, line one. Hi, line one. Who's on the phone? This could be Rob. Hi, Rob. How are you? Hi, Rob. Oh, oh you missed me. How are you doing? I'm here to play the elevator. Oh, well, that you have to that's call a, back on Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm ready. Okay, you're ready to play now the show? Are you, though? Yes, All right, have you been listening? Yes, ma'am. I hope so. Okay, Captain here we go. Paul, that was the answer. Captain Paul. It was the answer. On Tuesday, um, the Carney Show was out and about at the new Fluorescent Sugar Fire. What is so unique about the ownership of this particular location? Is it A, all the owners have red hair, B, they all drive Landoff Chevrolets, or C, it's an all-female-owned business? An all-female-owned business. That's yes, right, that's right. Yeah. You got it. And-
and now you're going to sugar fire. Doesn't Another that make C. you happy? I'm just going to point yeah, that out does. real quick. Okay. Another C. It was C. All right. So far, they've both been C. Yeah, you're right. So. It's coincidence. How many it's more gift cards we have to give we away? Have one more to give away. So let's try uh-huh. line five. Hi, line five. What's going on? Not much. How are you? I'm great. Good. I mean, we're doing a radio sound like, show. Okay. Sound like a golf yeah. announcer. What's your name? Mark. Hey, Mark, what's going on? Are you, like, at work and not supposed to be on the phone? I just had to stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> it seems like every time you do know the show, I'm driving. Oh. Uh, yeah. You definitely I'm don't want to be doing now. that in this weather while playing the game. Right. Yeah. Are you yeah. pulled over now? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Here yeah. we go. We've got a question for you. You answer it, and you get a Sugar Fire gift card. Yesterday, awesome. it would be. Yesterday, we spoke with Marshall Brain about using a particular type of candy during an anxiety or panic attack. What was the suggestion? Was it A, chocolate candy, B, chewy candy, or C, sour candy? Oh, you know, I would think it was chocolate, but we'll go sour. Yes, and we'll have another winner. Way to go, Mark. (laughs) Because it was C. Um, Well done. Well done, D. I want to be C. Uh, it was. They were all C. He's all right. right this week. But next week, they won't all be C. Congratulations, Mark. And congratulations to everyone who won a gift card to Sugar Fire Smokehouse. Oh, and, yeah. And happy birthday, Marshall. Um, once, <laughs> one seventeen. we got to uh, take a break. We're going to check in with Tom O'Keefe in a few. But it just wouldn't be a Carney show without Julie Buck talking about jewelry. You know, we were talking about weddings earlier, and I the wedding that I'm referring to in my family, of course, they got engaged with Genovese Jewelers, and they live in New York City, but they got engaged with Genovese Jewelers because they are both from St. Louis, so that ring came from the best of the best, and that's Genovese. They will work with your price range, they will work with your budget, and they will make your engagement dreams come true. I know Valentine's Day is a big day for engagements, but why not celebrate what you have going on? If you've had something going on for many, many years, you've got to celebrate the occasion, and you can do that with some jewelry from Genovese Jewelers. Over 10,000 square feet of case after case after case of jewelry for you to pick from. Uh, Pop in there. Maybe reset your center stone from your original wedding ring. That would be kind of fun. Or maybe you have a stone that you inherited and you want to wear it. It's just sitting in a drawer and that's no fun. Why not have it redone? But let Genovese do it because you can trust them. And they've been family owned and operated since 1980 something. So like over 40 years. I think that that pretty much does it. Uh, They are here for you and they would love to get to know you. They're just west of 270 on Olive and always online at GenoveseJewelers.com. As a man. English muffin. Stunt cycle. For our friends in foreign lands. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody looking forward to the weekend, weekend. Friday, Friday. Getting down on Friday. Everybody looking forward to the weekend. Partying, partying. Yeah. Yes, we are. (laughs) 
quite a little montage you put together. And actually, it is also the <laughs> anniversary of the Yelp heard around the world, or whatever you want to call it. Hard to believe that that brought down a pretty significant campaign for president. Howard just kind of lost his mind, and the nation said, I'm not going to vote for him. He yelps. What was his something. name? Remind us of his full name. Was it Howard Dean, wasn't Howard it? Yeah, Dean. Howard Dean, and this is about 20 seconds right before that. Uh, you know, he was doing great in the polls. He was the leading Democrat. I think he was number one, and and uh, and then he did this. He, he was so excited about uh, doing so well. We're going to California and Texas and New York, and we're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan, and then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. Oh. It sounds like a professional wrestler being interviewed. It does. It was one of the first things that After they've been hit in the head with a chair. (laughs) It was one of the first things that really went viral. And it was the beginnings of, you know, YouTube being a thing. And it was, it just was a perfect storm where it was shared so much and people started ridiculing him. And yeah, it's incredible that the Dean scream ruined his chances the at the scream heard around the world what year was that John uh, off the top of my head i can't think of it but i will uh oh well i, I can google it if you don't know i it's come okay up with say. it shortly uh i know people took the opportunity to take it and say wouldn't that wouldn't that be good for a basis for a song and if you go online you can find dozens of versions that incorporate that not unlike the one max played coming back from a commercial, but I was actually kind of fond of this one. We're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. We're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington again. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. Dance Mix 2004. Totally. So it did give us that. It cost him his political career, but we got that out of the deal. It really did. Isn't that weird? Because he really, yeah, you just never know. It's like doing the Carney show. Sometimes you just never know what topics people are going to want to text in on or call in on. And you never know that this would set people off to the point where they wouldn't vote for you because you screamed like a maniac into the microphone. The guy like that. from St. Louis, I can't think of his name right now, but he was a guest on the Max and Movie Show. He created House of Cards, and he was a playwright and, and television showrunner, and he worked on Howard Dean's campaign when all of this was happening. So I had the chance to ask him about it, and, and his answer was incredible because he was talking about just how it was the perfect storm of—, of ridiculousness that came together and ended this campaign. Yeah, that's wild. Do you have the tape of that? I mean, not handy, but I do have in it. In your somewhere. archives? Yeah, in my archives someplace. I'd love to hear that. Yeah, because I was just looking for the Marlon Fitzwater, uh, who was H.W.'s guy, and I wanted to lift the clip of what he thought when he got the call in the middle of the night that Bush had thrown up on the Japanese prime minister's lap, but I can't find it. So I'm sorry. We, uh, we'll get to a schmooze a little later. Uh, Tom O'Keefe coming up in a few. Harvey Levin's going to be on the show. Royal Oaks is going to be on the show. 
And kind of sticking with the um, the wedding theme, from the guests that we had on earlier, there were a, a couple of stories involving weddings that I thought maybe some feedback would be necessary. There was a guy that got chastised online. He was invited to a wedding, and it said, you know, you and your family are invited for the glorious day of the joining of pup up 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 He had five kids, and he brought everybody. And apparently, bride and groom, not very happy about that. But if it says family, doesn't that include your children? Usually aren't they addressed to, like, Mr. and Mrs. John Carney? Yeah, but this was family. Mm. Go. Okay, then we should all go. No, apparently you shouldn't have. So I don't know where that ended up, but I don't know what the, uh, what's the um, protocol on that, that you're at least always allowed a plus one if you're... No, 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 Seriously. no. Mm-mm. I couldn't bring a date. So I mean, if, no. if you were single and, and you received a wedding invitation and if it said Mr. John F. Carney, yeah. that and you're a single guy... There's no option There's for a no guest. Now, one. if they want you to bring a plus one or you have the option to bring a plus one, it would say Mr. John F. Carney and guest. Yep. I did not know that. Because I'm wondering that even for this, you know, for our family wedding, there's so many people. That's the thing. And you got to whittle it down. Too many people. There's a lot of people. Yeah. So, I mean, well. But not everybody's going to go because it's a destination. That's going to wheedle out a lot of people, right? You would think. But I think a lot of people are going to go. I, I I don't know. We'll have to see. But we got two big families, you know, merging together. So you got to, I, I don't know, like the single friends, do they not get to bring somebody? But then. Yeah, I'm pretty stunned by that one. You kind of don't want to bring somebody to a wedding, right? Right. Well, that's what I told my boys. I'm be, like, you're going to meet your single. future wives at Natalie's yeah. wedding. This would be perfect. I don't know about I can get wives, three. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can get three new daughter-in-laws. Wouldn't that be great? But Any, say you're anyone? watching. See, yes, it'd be terrific. Say, you're watching your P's and Q's. You don't have a lot of cash. You just started dating somebody. You want to do something nice for them, but you can't really afford it. Well, here's an opportunity to take them out for some live music and a dinner and such. But if there's not a plus one, they don't get to go. Right. I don't like that. I, that wouldn't even occur to me. I'd just bring a date. You just really surprise me. I bet you have done that. Uh, yeah. In your yeah. life. Just showed up with a guest and Yep. Yeah, it's I I did it once on purpose. I was invited to a wedding <laughs> and I knew I wasn't supposed to bring someone, but I brought the guy I was dating because I had dated the bride's brother and I didn't want to show up alone, so I just invited someone. So I can't throw stones at you, Carney. Yes, I just can. can't. No, I can't. You will. I can't. We are wedded up today. Yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. Oh, the I don't line. know if I if I ever took a date to a wedding. I did. I was in my best friend's wedding as a groomsman, and I ended up uh, getting together with one of the bridesmaids. What? Like, like you dated for a long time and had a lovely relationship, no, or? That's not- or just the original thought that came to mind when you said... No, just... it was a hookup, really. Wow. <laughs> All it was. 
Was it recently? Okay. And oh yeah, I did. I did have my girlfriend with me at the time. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Carney! These are not things we brag girlfriend. about on the radio. I'm not bragging, and the statute of limitations is run out. Okay, well, there's that. I don't feel I have to apologize for my behavior anymore. Nobody's got that kind of time. To be honest. So I was curious about that, and thank you for pointing out that. You can't bring a date to a wedding if you're not invited to bring a date to a wedding. Here's another. Let's run with the wedding thing. Okay, picture this. This was in Indianapolis. You know, these pop-up parties and pop-up dinners. This stuff happens all the time. There's a place uh, in Indianapolis, a coffee shop, and there was a pop-up wedding there on New Year's Eve. Like, just all of a sudden, everybody from this wedding took over the coffee shop, had their gifts, had their coats, had their purses, basically spread out in the coffee shop, never told the place. Came in with like 30 people, took all the parking spots and the valet, and uh, they basically used it as their own venue and moved chairs around and stuff. That's kind of um, funny. I mean, it's hopefully they all ordered a latte or something. No? Yeah, but they didn't have any permission at all to do so. Um, so the coffee shop started a GoFundMe because they lost a lot of money because nobody could get into their coffee shop. They did actually rent it out for occasions, but you call and you ask first. And you pay. What's that? You, yeah, and you pay. You pay. Yeah. I think it was 500 bucks, something like that. So the Mansion Society, which is what the coffee shop's called in Indianapolis, set up a GoFundMe uh, account, which I think is a fairly decent cause for such a thing. But who would have the nerve to do that and not give the place a heads up? I don't know. Not I. But Seems I would strange. But I would bring a plus one yeah, even I mean, though they weren't invited. Yeah, the kind of person who would just bring a plus one. I did, but I was really young, so I just kind of pretended like I didn't really get it. Or the kind of person who would cheat on their girlfriend at an event. It was We were on the way out. Well, after that, or, yeah. Or wore a flower dress. Well, that's you know. true. Um, Lots of different ways. On the text line, people chiming in, 84126 on the Michael's Bath text line, I've received a cheesy invite saying we have you reserved for one. Like, just lay it out there. And I almost feel like that's, I get it that maybe that's not the best thing to do, but if that's your expectation when throwing a wedding, maybe it is best to really be crystal clear so that people know that, they really only want you to bring yourself and no one else. Yeah, I never saw that demarked on a on an invitation. Hey, just you. Don't even think about it. But that's not also not really fair, right? I mean, what if you have like a long term boyfriend or girlfriend and you probably appreciate the night off. <laughs> well, there's that, Max. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, always the silver lining. So that guy. only if you're if you're officially married, do you get to bring? Yeah, I think so. Your your person. Mm-hmm. If you're a Mister and Mrs. Yeah, because then it's weird. You can't just invite one. But what spouse. if you live with your? Well, then get married. It's fourteen bucks up in California. Okay. In the meantime, uh-huh. we should probably take a break. All right, let's do that before we get in a fight. Okay, we'll ponder that. I now pronounce you a commercial. Coming up, we're going to have a little chitty chatty with Tom O'Keefe from Real Spoilers. It's a free downloadable <laughs> podcast. All the kids are doing it now. A couple of funny uh, texts on the text line from the 636 on the Michael's Bath text line. Can I do these real quick? Sure. You look stunned. Okay. Um, somebody says, I've been told I was on the B list and someone couldn't make it. So I got invited to a wedding later because, you know, they had so many people. Fill the seats. Yeah. Fill the seats. And then somebody else from the 314 that I love says, Carney, comma, Weddings are extremely expensive, exclamation point. All expenses are per head, period. You can't just bring a random date the bride and groom don't know, exclamation point. (laughs) They have probably not been able to invite all the people that they actually want because of the numbers restriction. I don't think 14 bucks is as exorbitant. No, I mean, that's if you're going to Long Beach. But anyway... Ah. Hey, before we get to Tom, I, I wanted to speak of Donacy Realty Group and DonacyRealty.com is where you'll find it. And it's been a while since I've moved, sold a house. And the last two I've we've built, which has been fun, but it certainly had its headaches. And moving from existing homes, very difficult because your agents, and hopefully it's from Donacy, will say you need to do this, 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 and this in order for your house to show well and to bring in the highest offers possible. So they've got connections. They have interior designers. They've got contractors. They've got good, respectable inspectors, title and escrow companies to help get it done, and gardeners and painters and anybody you could possibly need to get your home ready to sell. And if you're just curious, if you want to sell or not, test the waters and put your feet in the water and see what houses are going for around you. You can't look at all the houses because they don't look alike. Some are two bedrooms, some are five bedrooms. There are custom market reports you can get on their website, donacyreally.com. And... It will break it down by zip code, by neighborhood, by school district, by lot size, if you got a pool. I mean, anything you can think of. So the appraisal you'll get is for the home that you have. So then make the decision. Maybe not the best time to sell. I don't know. Give them a call. Talk to them. Check out the website. You can get that free market report, too, on that website. It's donacyrealty.com. 
We're off to the movies, and I mentioned this earlier. Today it's a film that Max saw and Tom saw. Max hated it, and I'm really hoping Tom O'Keefe is going to tell us ISS was a dog. <laughs> so much pressure. I know. Can a little you, bit. Can you handle it? No, if you loved it, that's great. Then we can talk about No. Why. No, those are terrible reviews. No, they're I, Come on. I, I like Tom's reviews either way. I didn't I didn't hate it, but it is not good. <laughs> I can take that's that. Fair. That's yeah. fair. I like Again. So the the premise of this movie is that ISS stands for International Space Station and the Russians and the Americans are working together uh in in unity and while they're up there some sort of major war breaks out between russia and america and each side is told simultaneously that they need to take control of the space station by any means necessary i like Mm, that premise it's a great premise it's a great premise except except it starts off with a question that you got to ask yourself which is why would they receive this message simultaneously? <laughs> like, obviously, one side struck first. That's how wars work. So whichever side struck first would have sent that message first, right? I love this premise. I thought it was a, a great setup for a claustrophobic, sure, you know, locked room mystery, basically. Because yeah. you're, you're, you know, you're not only in one location, you're not even on the planet. Right. And I like the fact you never come to Earth. You don't really know what's going on. That, that That's neat. But when somebody tells you the setup for a great joke and then the punchline doesn't land, right? that's what this movie yeah, is. Yeah, I, I always say it's kind of like I see movies a lot of times where I'm like, oh, this is like a Twilight Zone episode where, where like it's a fun ride, but if it doesn't stick the landing, then you're like, you just wasted my time. I, I saw the trailer for this and I thought, let's go. What, yeah. what a cool premise. And then... Right away, it kind of, and I'm going to let you. Of course, I'm going to pull a Kanye West here. I'm going to let you finish, Tom. Uh, <laughs> no, but but I, that makes you Taylor Swift. Exa- oh, that's I'll true. take that deal. I okay. did just kind of make. I would Tom. much rather be Taylor Swift in that <laughs> scenario. It's very true. No, the thing is, these are six scientists. You have three Russians and three uh, uh, Americans. Uh, Americans, thank you. And they're all sci- they're working with pathogens. They're working with mice and everything. And then they get the orders. Hey, turn on your colleagues. If this was in a, like a military operation where people were working together, I could kind of see that. I feel like a bunch of eggheads are going to be like, no. But don't most NASA astronauts come up through the military? I don't know. I mean, I thought they they have military backgrounds at the very least. I just thought it was odd that they it's so very quick. Like, okay, yeah. we're turning on our partners. I don't know. I agree. And now, I mean, some you of that. got a coffee? Some of that is because the runtime's 90 <laughs> minutes, right? They're trying to cram a lot in in 90 minutes. And I appreciate that they didn't pad this thing. Like, it is pretty much off to the races. Like, you don't waste a lot of time in setup. But it's one of those frustrating movies where people only do things because it drives the narrative forward, where they withhold information from people that they shouldn't be withholding information from. Or they tell people things in this cryptic way that only makes solving the problem harder instead of just being upfront about the piece of information they're trying to convey to Is them. Is it stressful or silly? It's really, it's more just kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, like if, like if it had been either one of those two things, I, I think I could have really dug it. Like if it was just like, if this movie was working 
from a like stress and anxiety inducing standpoint we would forgive a lot of these things oh yeah right? i mean being not i mean i mean the, it's again such a great premise but you don't really have aggressors they try to make uh the villains people on both sides yeah. and i think that that's a little too pc and so then you don't know who you're rooting for and rooting against because you can't make all the russians bad can't make all the right. usa guys bad. And so, i think a know. better tact to have taken you want would, lettuce and tomatoes really would, <laughs> would, would have been if there are misunderstandings that make them think the other side is doing things they're not to escalate the violence instead of just I'll be a bad guy for 10 minutes until I'm a good guy again. Like it's, it's just, yeah, great premise, but very poorly executed. It's kind of surprising because I think like with submarine movies, Mm -hmm. you've got the built in claustrophobic effect that Max was talking about. Like how, how can you screw that up? Here we are. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'll say, for it, like, this is a very low-budget movie. It was $20 million, and so— Oh, that's chump change. Yeah, I mean, for a movie, yeah. yeah. It, and um, and I thought it was a good-looking movie for $20 million. Um, it stars Chris Messina, who is like the—if you bought John Barenthal on Wish. Um, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I always have to stop when I see him in a movie. I'm like, is that John Barenthal? Oh no no no! It's the guy from the Mindy Project. Okay, got it. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, and I I think that there's some interesting things visually going on. It looks like the space station, right? There's good set design, but the story is just it it just is dumb. They also take a lot on faith. I mean, they they kind of see some things going on on Earth. It looks like explosions, and they get a message saying, "Hey, we're at war," and then they just go, "Okay, sounds legit." Like. Wouldn't you try to, I don't know, land and get back to the planet and go, what's happening here? Instead of, I'm going to shiv my coworker. Well, they I'm didn't gonna... have the power to land, right? Like, they they had to get reboosted or something. Maybe like... the movie is, tr- I was trying to give the movie the benefit of the doubt that it was s- trying to say how quick to violence people are. Right. But I feel like if, if KTRS... Uh, got some sort of orders like, hey, you know, you got to shiv McGraw. I feel like we wouldn't do it right away. I don't know. I no, think people would jump at that opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> From the 314 in the Michael's Bath text line, just got done watching the ISS movie. It started out good, ended bad. It sounds like there's going to be a sequel. No. There's no way this is No, there's I don't no think so. There's no way this is getting a sequel. How, like, how many baby spaceships would you give this movie? <laughs> Why are, baby why are they baby spaceships? Baby? I don't know. Why not? Mean? How, do they grow I, I, No, older? I don't know. I just thought it would be fun. I'm just intrigued as to why they're baby spaceships. I, I thought it would sound more interesting. <laughs> Where do baby spaceships Little, come little from, baby Julie? spaceships. I, I would, don't know. I would give this movie two. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's an F. It sounds like that's a gift. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Speak, I, speaking. It benefits speaking from being movies, 90 minutes. Go ahead. Sorry. Speaking of movies that have good premises and may not turn out to be the best end result. Uh, Jamie Kennedy, who's been on the show many times. In fact, that's why Julie now carries an EpiPen in her purse uh, for when he comes back. He wasn't in the best of shape. Monday, he comes back with a new movie he's in called Don't Suck. And he plays himself, stand-up comedian, uh, well into his career, stumbles across a comedian who's not remotely funny, 
but he's intrigued because the guy is really a vampire. Oh, so it's a biopic. So he opens for the guy, and they tour around, and hijinks ensue. Really interesting premise. Until you get to the vampire part. Yeah, I was like, a vampire? (laughs) And the guy they cast looks a lot like the Twilight dude, which I thought was interesting Mm. choices. Anyway, we'll get to it. Maybe we won't. The Twilight dude. (laughs) The Twilight, Robert Pattinson? Yeah, that's the Twilight dude. (laughs) Um, Not really my demo. Uh, so you still got the little podcasty thing? So they tell me. A couple of them. I got, yeah, three of them. Oh. Wait a minute, what's the third one? The one I do for Tonal. Oh, that's right, his workout. Yeah. Okay, go down the list. What do we got? Okay, so we have the clip out, which is all about Peloton. We have Real Spoilers, which is all about movies. Each week we review a new movie in a spoiler-rich environment. And then if, uh, if you're aware of a product called Tonal, which is kind of like Peloton, but for weightlifting uh, we do a podcast for them as well. It's called Look the Super at Set. That. Yeah. And it's all free. Yes. It's free. So, what's out at your place in St. Charles? Uh, so, uh, next month we have coming up the Mizzou to the Lou Gymnastics Quad. So, they are, com- they are competing against Florida State, which is currently ranked number two in the country. You also see Lindenwood, while you can still see Lindenwood Gymnastics, and uh, Illinois. And tickets for that start at like 13 bucks, and it's doing very well. So if you want to go, I would put a little hustle in your bustle because I think that one's actually going to sell out. It's doing quite nicely. That's yeah. great. What else next okay. month? Anything uh, else? Next month, uh, it w- Ambush Games is always, and then uh, we're pretty slow uh, concert-wise until after the uh, refurbishment. So... Then in August, we have Happy Together back again with mm, the, the Turtles. Turtles and Badfinger and Jay and the Americans and Legends of Country Rock in September with Pure Prairie League and Firefall. Stuff yeah, like I'll that. be at that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and Good we shows ju- indeed. And we Thank just you, announced Tommy. A, Thanks. Uh, sure, absolutely. Thanks for the entertainment out there, too. That That makes me think that that's just one of the things that I fail to mention sometimes when I'm talking about what's going on out in St. Charles. True. That's out in St. Charles. And they're building a lot of things between the streets and the family arena. And if you know that area, that's probably, I don't know, a couple of miles in between. But they're going to build all of that up. And you've got the river as a backdrop. you got the streets on one side. You've got the family arena on the other side. That whole thing is just going to explode. In fact, it's happening already. Chicken and pickle in the streets. And over on Main Street, they're refurbishing a lot of buildings. Watch for Frenchtown to really get spruced up quite a bit. So things really are happening when we say things are happening. Things are happening. happening. Check it out online. Find a place to go that you're going to want to eat, shop, stay, play, whatever, online uh, at uh, St. Charles's tourism website. Have a look. Full calendar is there. DiscoverStCharles.com. One fifty-seven. Carney Show, welcome back to the broadcast. It's Friday. It is Friday, our final get-together for the week. And uh, we're going to get to Harvey Levin coming up because on Monday on Fox, TMZ drops a new show called TMZ Investigates or a new season. And Monday's episode deals with 
celebrity stalkers. Also, we'll check in with Martin Kilcoin. We'll have a lot of football to talk about. The picture will be clear after this weekend. Um, I'm just kind of getting used to sitting on the couch and watching football games all day and making hot dogs and snacks and chili and stuff. Another scene is going to come to an end. Eh, It'll be all right. I mean, we still have weeks and weeks. It's okay. I'll find something to do. How many weeks between uh, the playoffs and the Super Bowl? I know they stretch it a bit. I think they take a week off, and then they'll come back with the Super Bowl. Just a week. Three more weeks of football, basically. Exactly. Okay. I'm excited. I see these practically weekly. There is an auction house in L.A. There's an auction house in San Francisco. There's Sotheby's, which I believe is in England. And they auction off the wildest stuff, thinking, where was this unearthed from? You know, and we've we've talked about this on the air before. What would you like to have? And for me, it was the microphone on Johnny Carson's desk. And everybody had that. Why do you want that? I just am curious. Because Carson was truly one of my great idols Mm. and inspirations. Interesting. Um, So next month in England, get get your pocketbooks out, kids. They are auctioning off a pair of Winston Churchill's false teeth. Oh, I always wanted those. He's one of my biggest inspirations. They expect it to go for ten grand. Oh, gross! What are you, are you going to make a hat out of it? Mm. Uh, apparently, he had several sets. Carried two with him at all times, but one of them. Uh, surviving and is now going to go on the auction block. So for the person that has everything, get Winston's t- And I guess they can verify it through DNA. Uh, not sure. But if you want to grab them, there you go. Um, the auction house is Cotswold Auction Company. KTRS St. Louis. Getting ready to do an interview with someone, and I looked at conversations that I've had with people in the past, and I have talked to Harvey Levin from TMZ like ten times, and it's uh, it's Britney Spears, and then it's Richard Simmons, and then it's a new one, celebrity stalking from TMZ investigates. Where do you come up with what you're going to focus on? Oh, and good morning. Oh, and good morning. <laughs> um, well, look, I mean, we're we're doing a lot of these. Um, we're we're actually uh, kicking off um, a series that we start this coming Monday night at eight o'clock on Fox Network um, with this uh, celebrity stalking crisis. Um, but we're going to be doing a whole bunch of different things. I mean, there is a lot going on in this world, so it's not that hard to find interesting things that are going on. But the stalking, um, the stalking crisis is is really interesting, and I think a lot of people don't understand it. You know, people think, oh, a celebrity gets a stalker, well, they just go to court, they get a restraining order, and that's it. That's just not true. These stalkers are the least likely people to f- 
to obey a restraining order. And they are also unrelenting. And so, you know, it's gotten this bad. Taylor Swift, who has had, like, I mean, you're going to hear her in the documentary on this, who has had 15 stalkers that we know of. She says that she has wound dressing in her house because some of these stalkers have shown up armed. And she said the reality of this world now is she could get shot and she needs to make sure if that happens, she has some recourse. So she literally has wound dressing in her house for that reason. This is how bad this has gotten. It's crazy, and every once in a while I see in the news, Brad Pitt goes down to the living room and there's a stranger sitting on his couch or whatever. But my first thought always is, you'd think somebody that famous and that well-off would have good enough security that I couldn't walk into George Clooney's kitchen and make a sandwich. Yeah, I mean, look, I hear you there, and there have been situations that I've seen that have puzzled me as well. You know, why the security system wasn't on or why it didn't work or whatever. But you got to remember, too, that even if you have a security system, sometimes the, you know, it takes, it takes a long time to get a response. And these stalkers know it. So they could literally go inside, do whatever they want to do, leave if they do it fairly quickly. And uh, the police aren't going to get there in time. The security company's not going to get there in time. But I hear what you're saying. The reality is that you know a lot of the a lot of these guys have figured out ways around a lot of that stuff. I mean, Sandra Bullock, who's a very careful person, she opened her eyes one in the middle of the night once, and she looks up and there's a stalker in her bedroom, in her bedroom. Wow. And, you know, and this affects them for the rest of their lives. And they end up having to hire, you know, PIs to, and bodyguards to follow them around all, all day and night, um, you know, getting security cameras everywhere. You know, this is the way they have to live their life. And it has become exponentially worse because of social media. Because what happens in social media is for these obsessed fans, they think that social media itself is a ruse and the celebrities, celebrities are actually just talking directly to them. So, Harvey, define the difference between an obsessed fan and a stalker. Yeah, that's... Look, the law does not do a great job distinguishing between the two. I mean, the only thing I could say is an obsessed fan could be somebody who can't stop talking about Taylor Swift, who will not shut up with her friends about Taylor Swift, who has her life built around Taylor Swift. That's an obsessed fan. A stalker is that fan who then goes to Taylor Swift's house, tries to to Taylor Swift, is delusional, delusional about a relationship that she has with Taylor Swift. You know, that's when you cross that line. So you see celebrities come on TV and whatever and talk about the stalkers and things like that that we'll see on TMZ Investigates starting on Monday on Fox. Um, But you'll also hear them complain about the paparazzi, you know, photographing their kids when they're on an island somewhere on vacation. Uh, I'm not it's not the same level, but does that ever pop into your mind like are we imposing well i mean at a point yes um it it does become imposing and then the question is where is that line and every media organ look 
every media organization puts these pictures up in right. various ways. And that includes the cable networks. You know, when Britney Spears was having her episodes with the umbrella, it was on CNN. It was on everything. So, you know, everybody does it. The issue is where is that line? And different media outlets um, draw different lines because there's no hard and fast rule on that. Um, but, look, I mean, it's one thing, and, you know, I, I hear what you're saying, that if it, you know, a celebrity goes on vacation and whatnot, the issue is where are these stalkers going and where they're typically going is um, to the home, to the, you know, to a workplace of these celebrities domestically. Almost all of these things happen domestically. And the other thing is that celebrities need this kind of attention. Um, and, you know, for two reasons. One, it just could be vanity that they love the celebrity. And there, believe me, there are some, and if you don't think that some celebrities call some of these photo agencies, uh, you're in the dark. Oh, uh, sure. Because they do. They do. But I'm not even throwing shade on that because the fact is this is their business. And the reason they're on social media and have to be on social media for a lot of them is not just because they love doing it or whatever. It's because it's part of the job that if you um, – are not on social media, if you're not photographed, then you're not as famous the way some networks see it, the way mm. some movie studios see it, yeah. the way some record companies see it, that you need to show that you're relevant, that you're popular, that you have a lot of people following you. I mean, the first thing they say about Selena Gomez is she has more, more Instagram followers than anybody in the world. It's almost her moniker. And that's a badge of honor. It's also danger. Harvey Levin with us. Fox starts Monday with a new one. TMZ investigates uh, regular programs coming down the line. I'm amazed how you're always first. I go to TMZ and I'll see something there, and it's four days later before we find out that Kanye jumped into a chocolate fountain at Golden Corral or whatever it is. So you're the general. You know, well, that's we funny see- you say that because one of our documentaries is on Kanye. Did he jump in the fountain? <laughs> no, not that I know of. As soon as you said it, I thought, wait a minute, did I miss something? But when I watch the staff meetings, if you will, and you're kind of talking to him, what'd you get? What'd you find? You're obviously running the show. Were you ever in the other seat where you were out trying to get the pictures, trying to get the scoop? Well, I mean, I was a reporter with NBC in Los Angeles and CBS here um, for many, many years before I I moved over to do this. Yeah. And also, uh, I want to point out, too, if you're heading out to the West Coast, TMZ does an amazing tour you can go on and enjoy. Oh, the tour is great. Um, we Actually, we have two tours now. We have the TMZ Celebrity Tour, where, my God, I mean, we have seen so many celebrities on this tour. It's crazy. But also the TMZ Selfie Tour, where you can go around and you can actually take pictures of all the, with yourself of all the iconic places in L.A. And also we see a bunch of celebrities in the process. So we got two of them going. Cool. We look forward to watching this one, TMZ Investigates, and it's a series. Can you give us a quick preview of other topics? Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we're doing, like I said, we have one on Kanye. Um, we're doing one really interesting one on this on this crazy OnlyFans murder, this woman who wanted to become the next Kim Kardashian. Yeah. We're doing something on this woman, Dominique Dunn, who was the star of Poltergeist, or one of the stars. And th- she was strangled 
by her boyfriend, who was a famous chef. And I have covered legal cases for 45 years now. This is the biggest single miscarriage of justice I have ever covered, including O.J. Simpson. It is the biggest. And um, what we unearth in this documentary, what you're going to see is going to make your blood boil. It is fascinating. Looking forward to it. Finally, a good show that doesn't have the word real housewives in it. TMZ <laughs> uh, investigates. It's Harvey Levin. And it's going to be Monday nights at 8 o'clock on Fox Network. I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Thanks so much for the time. My pleasure. Sorry, Jules. And throwing I know. That real, real housewife thing. I know, and he laughed. But I was, you know, I was kind of reluctant to bring up the similarities between what they do and the subject matter of this new show. And I think, I think you handled that pretty well. Yeah, I do too. I mean, they're not looking to go in and physically harm them when they go in to take their photo. But at the same time, it's just more intrusive and a pain in the you-know-what than it is, you know, something that's threatening. Like Sandra Bullock waking up with someone staring at her in her bedroom. I mean, that's horrific. Yeah, that's beyond terrifying. And how about uh, Taylor Swift having, like, a, a first aid thing in her house because she's afraid she'll be shot at home? You, you would think, like you said, they have quite a security team, and they have to, I guess. I mean, if, that's a that's a legitimate fear. But also, what about when you're on a stage like Taylor Swift with all those people? Anybody could do anything, God forbid, at any moment. Yeah, and, you know, we, we've seen more and more cases uh, through social media, uh, videos people took with their phone of artists getting smacked with something, with a cup or a bottle or, or a shoe or whatever yeah, it might be. Or, yeah, yeah, a lot different than than we were kids. Why can't everybody just behave? Please? I don't know. Uh, so this blew me away. My father-in-law, his favorite meal in the entire world is a hot dog from Sam's Club. And, you know, Sam's Club, Costco, they've got that little place where you can grab a snack and what have you. But check this out. I had no idea it was quite this popular. Do you belong to Costco? I did at one time. I think it's lapsed. They, along with the hot dog combo thing, they're really big with their uh, uh, rotisserie chickens, which are, you know, just easy to work with. So the president of Costco at a meeting of all the managers of the company said they had a strong year in 2023 and revealed that Costco sold 137 million rotisserie chickens and hot dog combos. 200 million in 2023. Wow. And that's before people went in and bought a lifetime supply of pickles or whatever it might be. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. There's people that go in there just for dinner and then leave. Huh. Crazy. Do you have to Crazy. be a member to do that? Just to go I in and have, buy a hot dog? I, I think you got to be a member just to even get in the door. I've I've right. seen some TikTok workarounds on that, though. TikTok workaround band uh-huh. name Max. You gonna give it to us? No, it's a no. Well, he thought about it, so you know at least there's that. 
So you were telling me yesterday, you were telling everybody yesterday uh, about the furniture at the Abbey that we sat on when we did the broadcast out there. And I have to tell you, my butt's been in a lot of chairs. That's probably the most comfortable place I've ever sat in my life. Imagine that C.R. Lane custom furniture from the Abbey off of Manchester Road, just west of 141, right next to your fireplace with the blankets and the TV on. It kind of sounds like heaven right about now. Here, here's my problem. Yeah. They were, there were light colors, and I have teenage boys. That wouldn't work. Well, you never know. I mean, they do have what they call performance fabrics that can go on these custom chairs, custom oh. couches, custom whatever you want. It's just custom furniture. And right now, through February 14th, is the time to do it because you will save 20% through February 14th on their CR Lane custom furniture made here in the USA. That's a big deal. Some pieces are already in stock and ready to go. And then there are other pieces that you can customize and you can do the performance fabrics. There's over 800 fabrics to choose from. So a lot of choices, but their designers will help you. You bring in, you know, a through a few throw pillows from your family room or a sample of what your couch might be. And you're going to add the chairs or photos on your phone. That's always super helpful. You could you can go with a leather option, which is what I think I'm going to do in my family room. They've got over 20 different wood finishes. So when I say custom, this is extremely customizable. And better yet, it's 20% off right now on all in stock and custom made CR Lane furniture at the Abbey. Now, if you've never been to the Abbey, that in and of itself is a fun experience for you and your girlfriends or you and your mom to go out and do a little shopping. My mom and I love it. It's just west of 141 on um, Manchester Road. And they used to be in Glendale off of Manchester Road, but they've moved west just a little bit over a year ago. And whether you need a hostess gift, a birthday gift, you love charcuterie, you're getting your table ready for upcoming holidays, you need a birthday gift for somebody, or you just love design and love to see what the latest and greatest is. Trust me, Laura Wilson and her team at the Abbey has it. Marketplace at the Abbey, West 141 on Manchester Road. All right. Well, the temperatures are supposed to be dropping throughout the evening. I know that this morning was a little busy. Let's see how the roads look now on your Friday afternoon. Here is Captain Paul Kopsky from the KTRS Traffic Center. Julie, all is quiet on the traffic front. We do have stalled cars on the entrance ramp from Kings Highway to westbound 64 and on westbound 64 before the Clayton exit and before the Hanley-Brentwood exit. Checking a couple of the usual trouble spots. 55 South is on the move from Corona past Rebus Barracks and 64 West is running clear at Kings Highway and Hampton. From the KTRS Traffic Center, I'm Captain Paul Kopsky on the Big 550 KTRS. Hey, Mal Capitan, the over-under on you uh, calling in sick today was pretty high. I'm a little surprised. You got to play hurt in this game. Had the big uh, the big birthday blowout. Oh, it went well. Yes. Uh, is it Where'd okay to mention where I went? Sure. Yeah. Unless okay. you made McGraw's a scene. house? Yeah. <laughs> They'll send him a bill, but go ahead. My uh, usual spot, Helen Fitzgerald's, to uh, have happy hour 
Happy happy hour with friends and watch the Blues lose. Now, so. I have a question, Captain Paul. First of all, happy birthday once again. One day late. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I played a song for you. Oh, yesterday. that's right. You serenaded him. Now, uh, you say it's your regular spot. When you walk in, is it like Cheers? Does everybody know your name? Do you have your own stool? They're like, Paul! You know, it's not quite like that. But we just go there, you know, fairly frequently. It's it's the place we... Uh, it's your neighborhood place. That's where we like to hang out. Not too far from South St. Louis. And, Can you crawl home from there? Or uh, No. It's okay. about a 20-minute drive. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Well, wear knee pads. Yeah. You'll be all right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They have a band? I think they have a band every night, don't they? You know, they didn't have one last night, but a lot of times they do have a band, and that kind of blows away the... The hockey game, you know. If I think that they should sponsor traffic with Captain Paul. Yes. I really do. Maybe I should go in there in a suit and see what I can do. Yes. M- missed opportunity. Show them how much them. you can drink in one sitting. I mean, we have a sales staff. They can go <laughs> yeah, that's true. You don't have to sell yourself. They can sell you. Oh, that sounds good to yeah. me. That would be easier. Mm-hmm. So I'm not much of you, a salesman. Did you get a free birthday drink? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, the... Oh. Uh, Waitress uh, gave us a free uh, shot. What's her name? Uh, Trinity. Oh, dear. Okay. And she did a great job. Okay. Well, thank you, Trinity. You said gave us a free shot. As friends. So they all got free shots because of your birthday? Oh, you know what? I was the only one that got the free shot. Those guys had to pay. Okay. Mm. So I imagine those those cyborgs guys going to want to talk to Trinity if she's giving out free <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. And I saw Zach Bining there as well. Zach Bining? Yeah, he came over and said hi. Did he come was... over for your birthday? No, he just happened. We just happened to be there at the same time. Who's I don't Zach know. Bining? I don't know who that is. No, Zach. He's That's the morning McGraw's morning producer. producer. Oh, that Zach. Okay. Oh, that I'm sorry. Zach. I didn't wow. know his last name. He's, I didn't did know. He, he goes by Zach he's on the literally radio. before your time. Right, yeah. <laughs> Good one. You're right. I'm sorry, did Zach. Did he, buy, he buy, buy you a free drink? No, he didn't. I don't think he knew. Well, I don't know if he knew it was my birthday or not. I think I broke that news on this show yesterday. It was very nice of him to say hello. It was. I should have got you. You should say, you know, today is my birthday, and then just kind of wait and see how he handled that. Picked up your tab or... Yeah, that's how I got this. Did you wear the sash that said, it's my birthday? I couldn't be doing that. No. Okay. (laughs) Right. Wrong kind of bar. Okay. (laughs) I guess. I I used to have a baseball cap that had a cake on the top with fake candles. If I'd have thought of it, I would have brought it in for you to sport last night. John, isn't your birthday coming up in a couple months? Yes, Everyone's it is. It's coming up in a couple months. It's January. <laughs> this is true. I think everyone has a birthday this year, as far as I know. Uh-huh. And mine's pretty close to the same time every year. Yeah. Um, and there's a done. one in 365 chance that we have the same birthday. How did, did you oh, yeah. learn that in statistics class? <laughs> I did. Uh-huh. I'm an econ major. And Indeed. it's a leap year this year. Oh, so we have an extra day. That'll yeah, be great. Yeah, we do. Carney's birthday is March 10th. Is that right? It is correct. Ding, ding, ding. I'm impressed. Max will play you a song. I am too. I will. Yeah, I love that song. How did you personalize it with Paul? Uh, There is a great website, and you can put in anyone's name. Don't tell him that. I mean anyone's name. My brother asked me. My brother asked me how you did that. Yeah, well, it's radio magic. (laughs) I said Max is pretty good. Yeah, he is. He's on top of it. Plus, it costs a lot of money, Paul. 
Oh, well. costs a lot of money to get those done. I'm going to bill so. Trinity. There you go. Why She's not? famous. She'll, yeah. <laughs> she'll give you free drinks along with everyone you ever met. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Captain, thanks so much for all the valuable information to help us get where we're going. And uh, have a good weekend. Thanks, John. You too. I'll give it a shot. Somewhere along the way, in the course of history, asking for help kind of was the thing that people looked down on. Like, you're you're weaker than. You mean like why the reason why men won't pull over to the gas station and ask for directions before you had Google Earth? Well, that's a very sexist example. <laughs> but yeah, you're right, Julie. Thank you. Uh-huh. Um, but, I mean, it shows a sign of weakness. I can't do this. I need assistance. And I don't know why, because everybody needs some help with something at some point. Enter the Delmar Gardens family. Say you just had rotator surgery. Makes it a little tough to do things with one arm for a while. So be nice to have somebody come in and be able to load the dishwasher, do the grocery shopping, do some vacuuming for you, or yard work, which not necessary this time of year. But whatever it is, They can find somebody to help fill those spots until you are all better. So it's help, and it's nothing to feel bad about. And with all of the people they have to choose from, from uh, dietitians to housekeepers to culinary experts, they'll get you exactly what you need. Check out DelmarGardens.com and find out more about private services and give yourself a hand and take an extra set with you as well. We'll be back in just a couple. Alec Baldwin has been hit with criminal charges with the um, Rust case. Now, he's been being dragged back into criminal court, and he's facing the same charges as before, involuntary manslaughter. But this is from a criminal perspective, so we'll see what happens. That just happened this afternoon. Penelope Cruz has a fear of driving, she says, after watching her sister get run over by a car in front of her when she was about eight or nine years old. Now, luckily, Penelope's sister survived the accident, but what's ironic is the fact that Penelope Cruz plays the wife of Enzo Ferrari in the new Ferrari movie, starring, wait for it, Adam Driver. Well, and also her last name is... Cruz. Do, do, hmm. do, do. Okay. Crazy. I, guess, I thought it was Planets aligning. Um, Andrew McCarthy, we know him from Pretty in Pink, St. Elmo's Fire. He was the wimp in all of those. No, Carney yeah, thought he was like... Sense. He was the heartthrob. No, the I thought that? he was kind of the, the wimpy guy in these, right? Um, anyway, he made a documentary about being in those movies called Bratz, about the cultural phenomenon of the Brat Pack in the 1980s. I would watch this in a second. Andrew interviewed other pack members like Rob Lowe, your favorite, Demi Moore, Ali Sheedy, Emilio Estevez, and John Cryer. I'm excited to watch this. A release date has not been announced yet, but it's... Molly Ringwald didn't want to play? No, not yet. At least they did not put her on there. Uh, Hmm. A release date has not been announced yet, but it's expected to premiere on Hulu later this year. 
Selena Gomez is reviving Wizards of Waverly Place with an updated take. The show originally ran for four seasons from 2007 to 2012 on the Disney Channel. Carney, were your girls little at that point where they were watching Wizards of Waverly Place? I don't think that was a show they watched. No, because oh, my nieces did, and we knew all, all the stuff about it. Well, Selena is going to make a guest appearance on the pilot episode as uh, the sister in the show. Um, so she's also going to be an executive producer, so it should be fun. Lionel Richie was one of the masterminds of the 1985 charity single, We Are the World, which featured Michael Jackson, Bruce Springsteen, Cindy Lauper, Bob Dylan, the list go on, goes on. But he doesn't think you could do something like that today because all of the pop stars in today's world, according to Lionel Richie, sound the same. Remember this? You probably do AI and not need any of them. Yeah, better be careful what you wish for. Uh, Madonna is starting to get a reputation for Madonna? starting shows late. Madonna, Madonna, Madonna. And it could land her in court. Two guys are suing her because her shows at Barclays Center in Brooklyn last month started more than two hours late. Not only did that make it harder for them to find transportation home after the show, but they had to get up early for work and they suffered because of that. They're suing Madonna, 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 Madonna. Live Nation, and Barclays Center for inconsolable, unfair, and deceptive trade practices, and they want to make it a class action suit so other people can join in. She's actually been sued for this twice before, once in 2019, it was dismissed, and once in 2020. And she apparently doesn't care because she keeps doing it. Madonna, Madonna, Madonna. 31 years ago, 1993, Fleetwood Mac reunited to perform at Bill Clinton's inauguration. Does it still remind you of the Clintons when you hear this song? It does. Yeah, it kind of does. Now, did he sit in with them and play saxophone on some songs, or was that uh, another could occasion? Be. Could be. Paula Dean is 77 today. Dolly Parton is 78. Tippi Hedren is 94. Pete Buttigieg, Mayor Pete, also Biden's Secretary of Transportation, is 42 today. It's National Popcorn Day. And here's your football breakdown for the weekend tomorrow at 4.30 Eastern. So that's 3.30 our time on ABC. You'll get the Baltimore Ravens hosting the Texans. And then tomorrow night on Fox, you'll get the 49ers, Carney's 49ers, hosting Mm -hmm. the Packers. On Sunday, Detroit Lions host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's the game that Max wants to watch. And Sunday night, you'll get the Bills hosting. This is my game. The Kansas City Chiefs. Looking forward to that. That is your schmooze. Now it's off to homemade joke land with John Carney. I wonder if he got the helmet fixed because it seemed like he was fond of that particular helmet. Yeah, and then the one that they gave him after his helmet broke, Patrick Mahomes, we're talking about, it didn't fit it him didn't right. Fit, yeah. So I'm sure that they've um, remedied that by now. They've had a duct week. tape. Sure. Duct I think tape. the Chiefs can afford a new. Helmet. Probably so. A Chihuahua mix who may be the most obese dog in San Francisco, according to one rescuer. They managed to finally help the dog lose two-thirds of their body weight. Now listen to this. Socks 
a seven-year-old chihuahua mix. Some would say it was love at first sight when he met a couple other dogs. But he weighed 30 pounds. A chihuahua weighing 30 pounds. A lot. You would think that they'd be like, I don't know, a third or a fourth of that. But working on the weight loss, they got two-thirds of the weight off the chihuahua and may have found love. So I'm sure it's just a matter of time before that story becomes a show on Lifetime. The local well-known barbecue chain Salt and Smoke has been pulled into a dispute with their landlord over a fire that caused extensive damage in the Central West End. A lawsuit filed by a group of property owners pushing for the barbecue chain to pay for renovations. And as you can imagine, the store owner is smoking mad. Oh, I bet he is. As to the fire cause, employees are currently being grilled at the station as they continue the investigation. I'm sorry. A Fairview Heights, Illinois woman in custody for allegedly stealing more than $52,000 worth of purses and other merchandise. Prosecuting attorney's office charging Jamil Coben with two counts of stealing. $750 $750 or more and one count of stealing $25,000 or more. She remains in jail and authorities are still trying to determine how the perp got into Julie's closet. Finally, two, mm-hmm. three, four. Sure. A Connecticut man, a Connecticut man faces a number of charges after neighbors complained to police that he dug up their yard and claimed that they were pirates. Arr. Mark didn't see that coming, did no, you? No, I did not. Mark Uderstadt was charged with risk of injury, second degree threatening, fourth degree criminal mischief, breach of peace, and simple trespass. The caller reported that her neighbor dug up her front yard with a rock rake and refused to leave. When they arrived at the scene, officers said there were holes all over the yard. <laughs> the parrots were later taken to the humane society. That's it. That's why we don't charge for this stuff. That was it? Yeah, that's all I got. I'm sorry. All right. Let's talk Missouri Athletic Club. Carmel rolls. Yes, we have talked about the Carmel rolls, but It's also about the camaraderie. It's about getting in shape and working out and having so many different options. It's funny to talk about dining and working out in the same commercial, but it's just kind of, you got to eat, you know. We don't do it at the same time. Well, right, exactly. Like, for example, my son who grew up at the MAC going to the kids' sports camps and swimming in the swimming pool in the summertime, going to birthday parties there, having birthday parties there. He's now an adult in the workforce, and he and friends are going to go and shoot baskets on Sunday, and then they'll probably watch a football game and enjoy a nice meal. It's such a great club. So many fun events that you can attend throughout the year. I mean, just when you think, well, they've topped that one, like when they had Chip Carey and Joe Buck do a fireside chat with Martin Kilcoin, you'd think, well, how, what are they going to do next? I mean, and then they come up with something really cool, like this political event that they have where you can go see Claire McCaskill and uh, her former political rival, Roy Blunt, 
sit down and have a fireside chat and enjoy a nice meal. And I'm sure some wine will be included with that. Maybe a trip down to the Jack Buck Grill afterward with some friends. You never know. Want to make friends or meet colleagues and get involved with your city you live in? Well, then the Missouri Athletic Club is the place to do that for you for business and for the family. Go online for more, macstl.org. I'm Scott, the owner of Solid Fire Pits. When I began welding my custom-made fire pits for friends and family, I shared them on TikTok because I was just so proud of them. Check it out. That's beautiful. I posted every new fire pit design, and more people kept ordering. From 26 states and counting. Then on my birthday, I had my best sales ever. Now how can the universe beat that? Solid Fire Pits is just one of the 5 million U.S. businesses that rely on TikTok every day. TikTok sparks business. Mom, what do you always say? There's nothing sadder than jewelry that sits in a drawer. That's why we are proud to offer jewelry repair on-site at Neustadter's Fine Jewelry. We know that your jewelry is important to you, and we take that part of our job very seriously. Visit us at Doherty Ferry and Big Bend or learn more at wowdiamonds.com. Right now, as a matter of fact, and Bill had Roger, Jimmy had Billy, and Joe Biden has Hunter. So there's always the the odd man out, I should say. Royal Oaks with us now, and now it looks like Hunter's going back to court for that um, closed-door deposition, which... If I'm not mistaken, didn't he say he wasn't going to do it, Royal Oaks? Exactly. So I, it's political theater because uh, you remember what happened was that the, the House committee a month or so ago sent a subpoena to Hunter and said, hey, you know, we'd really like you to show up. And by the way, it's going to be closed door. And, you know, that's not a big, weird, shocking deal. Democrats have closed door hearings. Republicans, when they run the show, they do it. It's kind of like in a criminal investigation. Sometimes the cops don't want everybody to hear what every witness is telling the cops, because if the future witnesses are taking notes, then they're just going to stick to the script. So it's a legitimate thing. But Hunter had an argument, and he and his lawyer for weeks said, hey, what are the Republicans afraid of? What is this secret star chamber thing? Let me testify in public, which a lot of folks would hear and think, well, that does sound reasonable. But rules are rules. And so when they voted to hold him in contempt, the, the committee, as you know, it was about to go to the full House. And if they had voted to find him in contempt, it could be sent to the Department of Justice. It could be prosecuted, tossed in jail. So he and his lawyers figured, OK, the fund's over. Uh, we will appear at the closed door session. So is this the same meeting that he showed up to when he wasn't expected? And as soon as Marjorie Taylor Greene started asking questions, Hunter grabbed his lawyers and they ran out of the courtroom? Yeah, same deal. So step one was the subpoena was served on him in December, and he said, no, I'm not showing up. Step two was the House committee saying, oh, then we're going to have a hearing on whether to hold you in contempt. And, you know, he wasn't invited to that. It was just for the various Congress folks to debate over should we find Hunter in contempt. Well, he and his lawyers showed up, and, and as you know, and it was reported in the media, it was chaos. It descended into, it was a huge kerfuffle. And it, it was pretty weird. And Marjorie Taylor Greene was yelling at him, calling him a coward. Uh, the Congresswoman Mace from South Carolina said, uh, you know, we should arrest him right now. You're the epitome of white privilege. So it, it was a pretty ugly situation. But they had their day uh, in, in front of the cameras, and who knows whether it was 
basically good or bad for him. Bottom line is that he and his lawyers have decided, okay, uh, we, we hope to maybe negotiate the terms of our appearance, but we will now appear. Uh, and so he's uh, shortly going to testify. But we will not get to see that. We're just going to get the artist rendering like we do of all the Trump stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Well, not even that. So it's going to be a closed door deposition before the House Oversight Committee and the Judiciary Committee. So a bunch of folks can question him. Uh, I don't believe they'll have any kind of recording um, of the deal. It's not for for public consumption. And then if the Republicans running the show on the committee, because they're in the majority, they have the chairmanship of every committee, uh, they will decide, Okay, now we're going to have a public hearing where Hunter will give his side of the story and we'll ask him questions. Or maybe they won't. And, of course, as everybody knows, the real game here isn't to pile on more. He's got enough trouble. He's going to probably go to uh, be convicted of tax charges uh, uh, in Los Angeles and gun charges in Delaware. Uh, the real deal is can the Republicans find the smoking gun that has so far eluded them proving that Joe Biden has lied about his involvement with his son's business and Joe Biden profited from his son's business illegally. That's the kind of thing the Republicans need to push a serious impeachment effort. The impeachment inquiry they're doing now, it's just, you know, it's a little more muscular than just a regular old, oh, we're looking into it. Uh, But at this point, the Republicans, I think most of them realize they just don't have the receipts to push for impeachment of Joe Biden. Do you think this change of hearts with Hunter agreeing to the closed-door deposition might have been, in part, the result of a heart-to-heart father-son talk? It's a great point. i got to believe that just about everything that goes on in Hunter world is vetted and run through dad or at least dad's people who are sort of the brains behind the, the political effort and, you know, what? running the day-to-day operation of the White House. Yeah, I know, <laughs> stunning. <laughs> Breaking news. Yeah, okay. I, I, just, I broke the news on your show. Oh, I hope you feel Thank honest. you. Yes, we are honored. Anyway, yeah, I, yeah, I bet that uh, Joe Biden's involved. Uh, but, you know, he, he consistently comes out and says, you know, I love my son. I support him. He's done nothing wrong. And in a way, you know, it's probably good politically because you know, everybody's got somebody in their family, kind of like Hunter, maybe not to this degree. You know, crack cocaine, big memoir of, you know, three years. Uh, Paintings, but, Chinese money, yeah, Russian oh, money. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no. But people, I think, can sympathize with parents who, who look at kids and, you know, the parents, what are they going to do? Uh, but when it crosses the line from, okay, the guy's got, you know, cocaine in his locker in the White House to instead, um, you know, China business, Ukraine business, Joe Biden, you know, throwing his weight around, maybe profiting himself personally. That's where it gets really serious. Yeah, he should have just stuck with the paintbrush, I think. We wouldn't yeah, have had uh, I think so. <laughs> as many issues there. When is this and how long will it last? Do we know? Yeah, I think Feb 28 is the date for the closed-door testimony, and it probably will last several hours. I mean, it could turn into a marathon, but but probably not. And, uh, yeah, a bunch of other witnesses are going to be testifying as well. Uh, It'll be fascinating uh, to the extent we ever hear about it. And Hunter Biden's argument has been, in part, well, the Republicans are going to selectively leak what I say behind closed doors. And maybe they will. Gee, another shocker. Politicians leak on both sides of the aisle. Mm-hmm. Just get a patch kit. No one will notice. Hey, Royal Oaks, have a good weekend. Thanks for checking in. You too, thanks. So this isn't going away anytime soon. So we'll see. I wonder, we ran out of time, but I wonder what would happen if Hunter didn't have a change of heart and 
continued to defy that deposition. Would it be off to the pokey? I don't don't think so. I don't know. All right. Go have your weekend. Go watch some football. Have a good time. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your kids. And we're going to have a nice anniversary. Thank you for all the well wishes on that front. Check out Girl Talk this weekend. Check out Max on Movies as well. So no reason to move the settings on your radio from 550 at all. Okay? Okay. How about a good night, Julie Buck? Good night, Julie Buck. KTRS St. Louis. We'll be back in a couple of days.